Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. All right, I need to share a Bridges of Madison County moment. You guys know the story, that love story about the photographer on assignment to shoot the historical Bridges of Madison County. And he meets this housewife whose husband and kids are away on a trip and they fall into this brief affair and they determine that they're two soulmates, but they really just met too late. And I definitely had one of those moments after divorce. So, oh gosh, I want to say eight months after the divorce, I met this amazing man. And it was that story. Like we just kind of met at the wrong time. He was six years younger. He was a musician. We were having so much fun. And, but beyond that, we had the same values and we were both from the Midwest. We had great communication, but it just wasn't in the stars. I mean, you know, he wanted kids and he wanted the whole picket fence story. And I, you know, I kind of told him I already had that story like long ago and I'm so ready for the next chapter. So we had to part ways and I mean, we're dear friends today, but at that moment it was really hard. And I was thinking, you know, two people could be so great for one another, but they might just meet at the wrong time. I mean, I think alignment is so huge. And then beyond that, there's a lot of people who place value into astrology or numerology or, you know, making sure that people are compatible and in alignment with each other. I mean, when I was a matchmaker, I remember this client, she was dead set on only being matched with Virgos and Leos. And if, that guy wasn't a Virgo or the, I like, I literally couldn't match her. And she was so hell bent on it because she was convinced those were the only relationships that she would be in alignment with. So I can't think of a better person to bring on today than my good friend. She is happily married, by the way, Vedic astrologer, and I'll have her explain what that is and relationship coach. coach. And she is on a mission to empower women to enjoy truly out of this world love. I love this. And she's so good at it. Um, she's been all over the place, of course. E, Bradzilla's Extra, Dr. Drew's Life Changers, Chicken Soup for the Soul. And her methods are really unique. And I just, it, she really gets it. I mean, beyond the astrology, she has such sound and great advice. Please welcome Carol Allen. Hi, Carol. Hi, Kim. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. So happy. Well, and I want to, I mean, let's just be real. So Carol and I actually had a, we did this podcast previously and we were not in alignment with our technology. So it was the wrong time. <laughs> it, was it was the, the wrong, wrong time. time. It totally was the wrong time. So this is the right time for us to talk. Right interview, so. wrong, wrong time. That, um, right. So I didn't know you had a Bridges in Ma Madison County experience. That's hard. It was so hard. And I'm like, honestly, I felt like he was my guy. Like at that time I was oh. convinced. I had met the one, but you know, oh. I look, 
And here's the thing, sometimes that your judgment gets clouded, right? Because I was going through that transition. I always call it the rites of passage after divorce, where my judgment was that what he was offering me at that time was the soulmate. But really, when I look back, it was just what I needed at that time. I don't truly believe that right. he was the one that I was supposed to be with for a you know, really long time after that. So... Yeah. So that was my, I, I know that was my story, but I just like, okay. So a lot of people don't know what like Vedic astrology is and like how you even got into this. So I, I want to hear more about this. I know my audience does. Ah, you're so cute. Well, before I answer that question, I just want to say, I love, 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 love oh. this choice of topic because yeah. it seems like, and I'm sure you see this all the time too, in the work that you do and have done, especially as a matchmaker, mm-hmm. people want the whole enchilada relationship or nothing by the time they call somebody like you or me. Oh, so <laughs> and, true. And, and, and what's hard in the work that I do is I will see often that they're not in their full, what I call season of love, but they're in like a partial one. I just had a client this morning mm. who's in this beautiful time that tends to bring soulmates, right? Mm-hmm. But she's also in this time that tends to make having a full relationship impossible. And people sometimes will say to me, well, don't they neutralize each other? Doesn't one negate the other? And no, what you're going to get is both. So what happened? She met like a total soulmate in October (laughs) and they've been going strong for months, but they can't make the relationship full and they're not really on the same page Uh, even as to how to have a partial relationship. So there's a lot of disagreement of needs and wants. mm, He wants all mm. her time. She gets exhausted by that. She wants Mm. much more romance. He's not opening up verbally or he's not sharing his inner lights. And Mm -hmm. so it's confusing to her because he wants to spend all his time with her, but he doesn't want to tell her he misses her. (laughs) He doesn't want to tell her he loves her. And so it's so it's exactly, and he has to, he's, he doesn't have a job right now. He has to sell his house. He just came out of a long marriage. He just got divorced. So it's exactly what I had told her was coming. I said, watch out. You're going to meet a soulmate, but it's not going to quite work. And um, mm. but I also love this topic because I bet looking back on that guy that was your experience, I bet mm-hmm. you were so glad you had the experience. Totally. I bet it was totally a gift. And of course, you have a history also as a therapist. And Mm -hmm. therapists will tell you life is about growing and learning and healing. And sometimes before the full relationship, you need that relationship that's going to shift you or heal you or inspire you or open you up or prepare you. And clients say to me all the time, like, no, I want everything or nothing. And I'm like, well, Mm -hmm. do you really mean that? You don't want like this rich, full life, full of experiences. You want to like hide out at home and draw the shade. (laughs) Like (laughs) like, what if the full guy isn't for five years, 10 years? Like you went a long time without Mm -hmm. a relationship. It's so true. I love that. You know, and here's the thing. And it's kind of like what you're saying. There are different types of relationships and there's also gifts within each relationship. And you know, you can see it as, oh, well, that relationship was so bad. Or you could say, oh, looking back, I'm so happy I had that because 
there was the gift. That's what I was supposed to take with me to the next one. And it's very, very and even if the gift yeah. is now I'm I'm never gonna do that again. Like I learned how to spot Exactly. Exactly that kind of bozo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and right. it's setting me up to appreciate the right thing so much more. Because women say that stuff to me all the time too. Like I wasted my time and I was such an idiot and I I blew it. And I'm like, no, you did your best. And you learned and you grew. So, well, so yeah. Well, what's your deal? I shared mine. Now you got to share yours. Like, what did you, oh. did, you, did you come on now? Come clean. Wait, did you just meet your soulmate right off the bat? I mean, you've been married for a while. Oh, long yeah. Time. Of course, <laughs> you, you, know, you didn't have to have any grade. other relationships. <laughs> totally. I went to the eighth grade dance. There he was. And it was just like buttercups and rainbows <laughs> from forever. And it's yeah. never been a trouble. I've never had a minute of trouble. No, I had all kinds of drama and misery. I mean, I think we don't go into this business so excited to help people figure it out. <laughs> if we didn't have a lot of our own like time in the trenches too. And then that time in the trenches helped us find solutions that we then want to pass on so that other people don't have to go into the war zone. I mean, you're yeah. so cute. You call it, what did you call it when, it, when it's like not the full time or not the right relationship? I call it the war zone. Oh, you called it the transition time. The transition. I call it the war, the <laughs> war zone. Like you meet somebody right out of a marriage and right mm -hmm. past the divorce. The reason they have like PTSD and they're drooling is they just went through war. Like they just went yeah. through hell. And, it, it, and it's very rare that somebody's like, woohoo, I'm ready. Let's do this. But um, I met the right guy at the wrong time. Exactly this topic. Oh. I met my husband at 23. Mm -hmm. I was young and stupid and totally inexperienced. I didn't know a winning horse when I saw it. <laughs> so I got on it, wrote it for a little while, so to speak. And uh, he was ready to get married and I wasn't. And we broke up and I had been told, this is where the astrology comes in. I had been told seven years in advance when I was going to get married. And my husband was too early. He showed up too early. Oh. The guy didn't say, you can meet your husband now, but you're not going to marry him until later. He basically said, your husband's coming when you're 30. And I met my husband when I was 23. And so I didn't take my husband really seriously for a while. And then he also didn't match my picture. So oh. he didn't fit what I was supposed to marry. He didn't have like the life I mm -hmm. thought I was supposed to have, you know, cause we, we go into all this fantasy of like this perfect life we're going to have. And then we meet real people with real problems. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and real bank accounts and real whatever. <laughs> and um, so he didn't fit my picture. And so, uh, so long story short, I wasn't ready. I was too young. He married, he proposed before I wanted to marry anybody. We broke up and then I dated the world and cried an ocean. And then he came back exactly within three days of the predicted oh my season of love. Like literally three no. days. In. I was looking at him going, hold up. Is it you? Yeah. And I even said to him, you know, I can't be exclusive because I'm getting married this year. Oh. <laughs> I, I swear. I don't and think I've heard this story before. Like the way you're telling it now. I didn't know all of that. That's wild. Yeah, it's hysterical. It's hysterical. And uh, and then it was very quickly apparent that it was him, you know. But Aww. I 
I needed a little time to get reacclimated, right? Because we were apart for four long years. And uh, mm -hmm. so, so, but I never answered your first question, which is that Vedic astrology is the system of India. And it's believed to be the oldest. There are many, many systems of astrology. Of course, there's Chinese and Celtic and Mayan and Egyptian and Kabbalah. I mean, it's amazing. I didn't even know that until I got into astrology. Mm -hmm. But I love your story about the woman who would only date Leos and Virgos. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. There's First so many all, clients, by the way, who are like that. Like they'll let that dictate and rule whether or not right. we'll go on with somebody. Yeah. Well, and they're just trying to make a wise decision. And, and, mm -hmm. and people do hope that astrology can create like a shortcut and some sort of guarantee. Mm -hmm. And it actually can, but not with sun signs. It, this mm -hmm. whole sun sign thing of like, Hey Aquarius, you're only good with Libras and Gemini's. Like it's nonsense. It's it's entertainment. It's fluff, and don't worry about it. And and in fact, I wrote a whole book about that. It's called Loves in the Stars, and chapter one is all about why sun signs don't matter in love. But there is this amazing, incredible technique that is a shortcut and a guarantee. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and trying to go against this technique is like trying to go against the law of gravity. I mean, it's just, it, nobody, nobody gets away with it. And, and to this day in India, it's how they arrange marriages and they've been using this technique for millennia and they arrange 90% of their marriages in India. And overwhelmingly the population is Hindu. Mm -hmm. And if you're a Hindu, you don't get married without the blessing of your family astrologer, village astrologer, corner, street corner astrologer. It's pretty crazy. So, so it's the system from India. It's very different. Uh, the dates for the signs are different. That's the other reason I say don't worry about sun sign astrology because you might not even be the sign you think you are and they might not either. And, uh, and yeah. So, I mean, I could go on and on and on, but it's, it's much more predictive and it predicts really specifically when you're in what I call a season of love and when you're in more of a love blocked time and when you're in a love blocked time it's a little bit like roaming around in the desert looking for water people will start to feel like something's wrong with them and like they're blowing it somehow when really they're it's, it's just not time and so right. this is when you see women who call you up and they go Kim I've had 300 dates, nothing's working. Is it because I'm fat? Is it because my hair? Is it because I don't have a nice like, no, food? it's just love block time. Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah, and so I love to be able to tell people, hey, of course, we can always put our better foot forward or our better shoe forward. <laughs> of course, we can always learn better relationship skills, learn how to flirt more. Of course, we can always make more effort. Absolutely. Which I want people to do, but if it isn't time, it won't actually matter. And so this is when I love to tell women things like, yeah, focus on your kids right now. Focus on your business right now. Mm -hmm. Take that writing class, go on that trip around the world. Don't feel like you're putting off your dreams by focusing on something else right now. What you're actually doing is aligning yourself back to alignment you're aligning mm -hmm. yourself with the way the river is flowing and with where you are in the river. And uh, love is further down, downstream, later on. 
That's no. And I, I love that you said that because there are a lot of, um, clients that I have and no matter what they do, what they try and they're putting in the effort, there's something that just doesn't seem to work for them. So, I mean, I think that's good for people. And I, and I always tell people to, no matter what, I mean, couldn't they use that love block time to really work on some of these skills? So yeah, maybe the flirting when they go out may not actually get them that soulmate guy, but could they actually use that as exercise or practice time? Well, absolutely. And what we're supposed yeah. to do in these love block times is, is personally develop, right? Uh-huh. It, and usually, I mean, and you know, learning how to have better interpersonal skills doesn't just help you with your love life. I mean, women take workshops with me for two days where we do all the things we should have been taught in seventh grade mm-hmm. <laughs> right? about how to get along with boys, right? Over yeah. time, it would have saved us. And they always come for their love lives and they turn around and call me later and they say, Carol, I 10x my business because of that workshop. Oh or Carol, my, gosh, my yes. brother and I healed because of the mm-hmm. workshop. Or my sons are being more cooperative and more supportive. Or my boss just gave me everything I've been asking for for five years. Or I've no longer heard about my father. Like it's so beautiful, Kim. Mm-hmm. So it's never a waste of time to personally develop, even if today or tomorrow, you're not going to get the outcome that is your first, first priority, you know, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. that outcome is going to come later. I literally had a woman call me last January who took the workshop the year prior and said, I 10 X my business because of the workshops because her client base is all men and she learned how to communicate with men. And I said, great. When are you taking me to Paris? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) How is that going to translate with my life? Well, no, because that's true. What shows up in one area of your life shows up in the rest. I got news for all of you. It's true. And I I have the same thing happen with my clients. And that's why this is a good time for self-alignment, no matter where you're at you know, just because if you're not clear with yourself, if you're not, you know, really um, in alignment with yourself almost, there's no way that you're going to be in alignment with anybody else. So I want to know, okay, so I, just a scenario, like if someone's single and they're coming to you and they want to attract a partner who's say energetically aligned with him or her, what are some tips that you tell them? Like, are there things they can actually do to prepare for that? Oh boy. Well, the first thing is I almost never tell women what they don't already know. What I do is I validate for them what they know. So I give them more confidence in their own inner guidance. Mm -hmm. And love is so confusing because of course, mother nature is really running us in the beginning. Mother nature doesn't care if that guy is great for you for the next 30 years or 50 years. Mother nature just cares. Are we going to get the next generation here already? Are you going to be together long enough to raise healthy babies? And does this guy have good genes, right? So we get sort of blinded by the hot guys, the cute guys, the bad boys. That's all mother nature stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially get blinded when we're younger and we especially are more sort of love drunk and unable to see red flags when we're younger. But even, I mean, I talk to women in their 50s and 60s all the time that get like really swept away and really carried away. And they completely ignore 
massive red flags. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I would love to say it's just like a high estrogen problem of younger women, but it's all of us, <laughs> right? So yeah. there's that going on. But then there is usually women's first impression on a date, like that first 30 mm-hmm. seconds when you're like, oh, nah, he's not my guy. Like, how right. many times, Kim, were you on a first date when you were like, nope? But then the second voice was, but he's so cute, right? Mm-hmm. Or the third yeah. voice was like, oh, I'm being too hard on him. I should give him a chance, right? Um, but you were never wrong. Were you ever wrong? Sometimes, I'll be honest. <laughs> Sometimes. Oh, but it's see, interesting. Because, well, I will tell you why. And I've seen this happen with clients. It's because of the state or like where I am at or where my clients are at in development, you know, because like right after my divorce, I didn't have very good judgment. I'll be honest. Like I was not in a good state of mind to have that honesty. So I got swept away really fast. And I, I mean, I wasn't necessarily right all the time, you know, or to be honest. Um, but like when I'm clear and I think this is what you're saying too, like when you're, when you have that time to really be in alignment with yourself, you're clear and you have that clarity of what it is that you want, then I think you do make better decisions because I'll tell you, there's this woman that I'm working with. This is a perfect example. And she, um, I I really had to do a little tough love on her because we were building out her profile. She was putting up her picture. She was getting kind of get caught up and it's kind of like, be careful what you wish for because all of a sudden she started getting guys contacting her and she froze. And, and so we really like, we're digging into the fear. Like what was her fear about contacting these guys and actually going out on dates? Cause she kept, she kept sabotaging. She would ignore it or she, she would make the conversation so that they wouldn't ask her out. And finally she, we got to the core of it. And what I didn't realize and she came clean is that she's never dated in her entire life. She's never had sex and she was scared to death. Oh, wow. And so, yeah. yeah. And so she, and, and so we had to get clear. I said, what is it that you really want right now? And she's like, well, everyone keeps telling me that I need to have a relationship because she's in her forties. Right. And, and, and everyone keeps telling me that I need to find that long-term partner. I said, but is that what you want right now? She goes, I'm afraid to say it out loud, but Kim, no. Is it bad to say, I just want sex? (laughs) And I said, absolutely not. Can you imagine how curious you would be if you're like over four? You would be so crazy curious. Totally. And so, but my point is, is her judgment was clouded because she kept going to what society and what everyone else wanted from her. But really when she got clear what it was that she wanted, she just wanted experience. She wanted to have sex. She wanted to have fun. She didn't want to get anything deeper and she shouldn't. It was like, she's really like an adolescent for the first time. Right. So yes, yeah. But I think that's Oh true. my God. I love that you got her to share that and what a relief for yeah. her to be able to tell you the truth. What a beautiful gift you gave her. I love that. Yeah. No, they, and you know, she said that she's like, God, I, I said, how are you feeling right now? And she was almost like scared to say, but she did. She said, 
I'm, I'm relieved. I've been holding this in for so long. I just right. didn't know where to put it. But like going back to your first point, having that confidence in the, in the inner guidance. I mean, I think it's kind of like what I was doing with her, what you're saying that you should do, like have the confidence within what it is that you want and, and validate that because that'll dictate the rest and attracting what it is you're supposed to, you know, go for. So. Right. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. What, I mean, what else besides that confidence would you say is important for people to attract? Well, you know, you have to know your bottom line, right? You have to know what Mm. you can and can't, you can and can't tolerate. Right. And so, Mm. I mean, some people call it like, no, your absolute yes. And your absolute no, like there's things we really want in a relationship. And then there's things like we absolutely cannot be with. And so when you're mm-hmm. clear on what those core, core, core things are, and it can't be like a scroll of a hundred things. It's got to be, these are both short lists. When you're really clear, then the sooner you figure out what's up and you can separate the men from the boys, so to speak, or the right guys from the wrong guys, then yeah. the better. And then, but then it really is about being able to say no, being able to say no to what feels good, but won't be good. Sort of like, are you going to have cheesecake every meal of your day? Or are you going <laughs> to have a salad and some, you know, whole grain and some protein, right? Um, right. So I'm a huge fan of women being really crystal clear what they're looking for, what they want, what they will and won't and won't tolerate. And then really knowing how to interview view men, really knowing how to... Ah ask the questions. Women are afraid of asking questions. They don't want to come off too needy. They don't want to come off too tough. And so I don't mean like put men under like a spotlight, but really pay attention to what they say. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really pay attention to what red flags, if they say something that's potentially a red flag, follow it up. Just go, Hey, you know, you said, X. What did you mean by that? And what's hard is in early dates, everyone's trying to impress each other. So men will tell mm-hmm. you exactly what's wrong with them, but they'll often do it like it's a joke. You know, they'll say like, <laughs> That's eh, so true. Yes. That monogamy stuff. I just think it's not human. Ha ha ha. Or, eh, you yeah. know, I, I kind of drink too much. <laughs> or, eh, I think women are psycho. <laughs> Kidding. Um, but you know, Kim, being again, a trained therapist, you know, that it really comes down to two questions. Tell me about mom and tell me about dad. And I don't mean people have had to have had perfect, brilliant, you know, Norman Rockwell childhood, but they have to at least have done the work and they have to at least be philosophical and grateful. If they say like, I hate my mother, I haven't talked to her in 10 years, like run. If they say, oh, my dad was a jerk. And he left when I was three and I've never, and I don't even care. I haven't cried ever. <laughs> yeah. A little like, bit of a red flag there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to really, you know, because I will tell you astrology and psychology go hand in hand and all of that can be seen astrologically really? and having drama with the parents in early childhood weakens astrologically the indicators of what's called relationship capacity. And when somebody has low relationship capacity, it doesn't matter how great you feel around them, how much fun you have with them, how amazing the chemistry, how strong the soulmate feelings. If their chart shows they're too selfish, too independent, too angry, Hmm. too addicted, too 
hot and cold, too insecure, too hypersensitive, too insensitive, you're going to be really unhappy with that person. So, Oh, that is so yeah. good. I know that's and it's really totally, good advice. Yes. It's totally connected to the parents completely. So astrology yeah. and psychology are in total agreement about that. And so you want to ask and you want to pay attention. Like, I'll just bore you for a second. So my husband and I both had fathers that worshipped our mothers. We really? both had the father that every day said to us, your mother is so wonderful. Aww. So my husband treats me that way and I totally receive it because of course that's how it's supposed to go. <laughs> like, yeah. That's he good. totally is like, you're so awesome. You're so wonderful. Now I would love to tell you I would have done that anyway, but I don't know that I would have done that <laughs> anyway. <laughs> like that felt like healthy to me. And it's, it's really interesting how strong those old tapes are, right? I mean, the good, the bad, the ugly, like all of it. It just, and I always tell people, you know, we always kind of go back to what we know and whether it's good right. for us or bad for us, it's something that's familiar. And so when there's something that's positively familiar, that's so powerful and, and to listen to that. And I, I love that that's one of your tips. Well, I just want to recap all these tips because- Well, and can I give a quick yes. like shorthand thing making yes. you about this? Okay, mm -hmm. so ask yourself, if I got on a time machine- Mm -hmm. And I went and met five-year-old me and I got to say, I got to sit down and hand five-year-old me like it's their favorite candy and we got to play their favorite game and we got to laugh and hit, get into total rapport. And then I was able to ask five-year-old me the million dollar question, which is, so, hey, five-year-old me, do you think getting married is a good idea? Do you want to get married? Do you think that's going to be really super fun? What would five-year-old you say? What does five-year-old you know watching mommy and daddy? And maybe daddy's not there. And maybe mommy's not there. Like whoever they're mm -hmm. watching, watching grandma and whoever, right? What yeah. would they say about getting married? Would they say, oh, my God, it's going to be awesome? Or would they say, oh, hell no. All mommy does is cry. Like I don't have kids. And I can tell you mm -hmm. I know exactly why I never wanted kids. My mother loved me and my sister so much. but she was always overwhelmed. She definitely felt like our slave. Okay. And uh. she used to joke that her name was my mother, the car. And so <laughs> my, I got very clear very early on, like, wow, when you have kids, you have no time for yourself and you have no, no bandwidth for anything but your kids. Now, of course it doesn't have to be that way. That's how my mom mm -hmm. did it. And that's how she chose to do it. And that's how you know, I could have done it differently, but five-year-old me would tell you, oh, hell to the no, I'm going to have cats. So what did I do? <laughs> I married a guy that also didn't want kids who grew up with cats. And so we've had cats our whole marriage. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. No, oh my God. Kids. That's a great exercise. It's very powerful too. Cause you know, looking it's back. Very powerful you can really like sink into those messages and, and from the, you know, almost like a bird's eye view, but what it was like to feel that when you were young, you know, what that's, right. that's Cause it's not just what feels familiar. It's what decisions yeah. did you make really early on mm -hmm. that have become really part of your core operating system. 
And yeah. that is really like the wiring and the programming that you have because women say to me all the time, oh, well, I'm only looking for one. So in a city of 14 million, I'm sure it's going to be fine. Well, it won't be if your five-year-old thinks it's a really bad idea. You could live in a city of 100 million. <laughs> That's right. Like, if your five-year-old thinks it's a really bad idea, she's going to push away anything that comes close. She's going to push it away. And then to tap on the whole psychology behind that with what you just said is that then you will pick people that will make that true. So that's like, exactly. the, right. That and so that's the family. It right. can't, exactly. Oh my, they'll leave you, they'll abandon you, they'll be unavailable. And then you're like, God, mm-hmm. why didn't anyone love me? Well, you picked the person that can't love anyone. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Or, but also then we create that, right? By playing that part. It's, it's playing that role to attract that. So, you know, it, you know, and again, it goes back to clarity and what it is that you want and how, and, and the thing about all of this is that I feel like everyone is powerful enough to change the outcome, but, but right. Like it's just a matter of what you want. You have to be be aware aware and what you want. And I just want to review the tips that you said, because they're so powerful. So the first is just having that confidence and clarity, you know, within and what it is that you want and and to validate that. The second thing is, is just kind of look at the bottom line or what I call non-negotiables. You know, what is the absolute things that, you know, I just won't live with. Um, then, you know, set the boundary, which is awesome. And I won't live without. And I won't with that. Yeah. Um, and then set the boundary and ask questions, which is really hard, but I think you put it in a way that was really, um, helpful for women because yeah, just because someone has like an unhealthy background or whatever you want to label it doesn't mean that, you know, it's lost hope. It just, it's how they responded, how they've healed from it is what you want to look for. So, oh my gosh, I could talk to you forever, forever, forever. Um, but we do have to wrap up and I'll just have to have you back on. That's all. So any last, (laughs) last parting words of wisdom, my friend? You know, well, you know, we talked about timing and I just want to say that if you're still here, it's never too late. And if this is really a dream of your heart, love comes for all of us at all times. Like you just never know. So the thing I want everybody to stop trying, first of all, I'm high-fiving anybody making the effort and putting out the intention and turning to awesome resources like Kim Seltzer. Okay. I'm high-fiving you. And also do your best, but let go of results because there's a larger destiny unfolding that you are not in charge of. And that is not your fault. Mm. And it also involves someone else. And so have a little faith. Maybe they're not ready just because you're ready. Maybe the person you're supposed to be with, maybe they're preparing for you. Maybe they're still having their lessons. And, you know, I have too many clients and too many family members who their greatest relationship was in their 60s, their 70s, their 80s. So if it ain't over, it ain't over. So don't decide you failed and you've blown it and it's too late and you're just going to get, you know, more caps, more Chablis and uh, (laughs) more, more, you know, window shades. So. Yes. Yes. I always say we're always 50% of the equation every single time, you know, so there, there is always that other, the other side of things. Well, where can people find you, Miss Fabulous? 
What's uh, the best place? You're so sweet. Well, I am at, I have a few places that they can find me, but they can find mm-hmm. me at soulmatestars.com. And I have a free book with my favorite advice for singles, since we're talking mostly to singles, oh, it sounds like. Perfect. I have a free book they can get yeah. if they go to rightmanreport.com, R-I-G-H-T, looking for the right man, rightmanreport.com. And that also will introduce them to my whole catalog of things. I have timing reports, compatibility reports. I have the most astonishing tools to help actually save people time and heartache. So they can find all of that either at soulmatestars.com or rightmanreport.com. Everybody needs and, and they'll get a free that. book at the yes. second one. Yeah. I, I think I need to do that with you sometime. I've always wanted to. So that that would Oh my to. God. Yes. Any day, lady. You just yes. let me know. <laughs> Again, thanks for joining me today. I was so happy you were here. This has been the Christmas Potion. Yay. Yay. And I'm your host, Kim Seltzer. Remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And if you want to know what archetype you are, make sure you go to my site, seltzerstyle.com, to see what challenges you're having when it's, you're out there in the uh, playground of love to see how I can help you. And make sure you can sign up for a breakthrough session. It's absolutely free. It's see if I can get some breakthroughs for you to get past some of these challenges. So stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day.